Thank you for joining the Alien Probe Podcast. The Great Los Angeles Air Raid, an event that took place in the wee hours of February 25th, 1942, just over three months after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor and brought the United States into World War II, air raid sirens began going off as anti-aircraft guns and searchlights began combing the skies over Los Angeles as they hunted for rumored enemy aircraft, but none were spotted or shot down. The incident was covered extensively by local and national press, but no one could give a satisfactory explanation of what precipitated the alarm. Today, we have our senior producer, Robert, with us. Welcome, Robert. How's it going, Doug? I'm here. I can hear you. That's a little weird. I don't think I've ever called you, Doug. (laughs) I know, Doug. You want to do dad? This, you know, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know, man. It's, well, it's kind of funny. Let me just feel it out. I gotta get. I gotta get it comfortable with it. You know, Robert, okay. you can call me Doug. It's okay. Um, it's All right. Because my other son Johnny works with me, and he calls me Doug. And then he, our regional manager, which is a answers to both of he, we both answer to him. Gets mad at him for him not calling me dad. So, you know, you can call me Doug. I said it's fine. He called me Doug. It's kind of weird. So uh, what have you been up to? You want to pimp your stream, man? You know? Yeah, I'll pimp my stream. I do have, I've got, look, I've got an amazing stream going on, you guys. And while I don't quite cover anything, it's kind of about nonsense. And I rant and rave about a bunch of garbage that's uh, upsetting me at any given time and a lot of news and current events. Uh, I think it's a good listen. I'm, I'm huge in France uh, for some reason, but I'd love to get some new American listeners and uh, get some of that sweet uh, India pie that I know uh, Doug here's got. <laughs> trying to trying to get some more trying to get some more Hyderabad folks. So go on over to uh, check out uh, Armageddon Dance Party. You can get it on any leading podcast network. You can also see me live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, on my Twitch channel. That is twitch.com forward slash. That's Robert Anthony. Again, that is twitch.com forward slash that's Robert Anthony. And uh, I'll be sure to uh, place a link in that in the description for you. Make sure your listeners have a, a good way to get in, t- get in touch with me if they need to. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I've, I've been a big part of the podcast on the back end for a bit. I was on one of the earlier episodes, but I, I've been proud uh, to see the podcast grow in the way that it has. And, uh, you know, and definitely like technically and uh, from uh, a popularity aspect. So I'm happy to be back and discuss, obviously, one of my favorite subjects in UFOs. Like my father, I am uh, huge into science fiction and uh, UFOlogy, uh, as it were. So this is this is exciting for me. I'm into it. And it is kind of weird, though, because we got the same voice. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if people are going to be able to tell the difference between us. This is going to be interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> so you been so I assume you 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 followed this story over the years. I know I thought you were pretty excited when I brought this up that we were going to talk about it. Um, yeah, you know, and I, I think yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, that's okay. You know, it kind of started before this whole thing started. Well, it didn't. This whole thing didn't really. But it was after the Pearl Harbor attacks on December 9th, there was uh, reports that uh, approaching aircraft caused them an in. It, they did cause a major. I get nervous when you're here because I don't know. It feels like my boss is here. I don't know. It's weird. 
Uh, <laughs> Why? Yeah, no. <laughs> a minor invasion. Like yell at you all about you. I, I always yell at this guy about his computer. I feel like the relationship has dramatically changed ever since you started a podcast. Like I, my patience level with you has dropped. About ninety percent. I don't really understand yeah. why. I get a little, de- I get a little depressed after we have our conversation. I don't know. Just look on the internet. <laughs> okay, so approaching <laughs> aircraft caused a minor man. Approaching uh, aircraft had caused a minor invasion panic in New York City and sent stock prices tumbling. I didn't know. Did you know that? I that was kind of weird. I as I looked through this. It's, yeah, it happened. Are uh, you talking this, about the Santa Barbara? Are you no, talking no, about the Santa Barbara that thing? Next, yeah. That, that, that oh, okay. Santa, Sorry. Yeah, on the west. Yeah, that happened on December 9th. So, you know, December seventh. A couple days later. Yeah. There were unsubstantiated reports of aircraft uh, uh, invading New York City, and then stock prices fell. You know, uh, on the west coast, okay. though, this is the one you're talking about, I think. But they're inexperienced pilots and radar men. Um, they're mistaken fishing boats and logs and whales for Japanese warships and submarines. <laughs> you know, right. So <laughs> tensions were a little high, you know, leading up to the uh, the the Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles. Not to be not to be mistaken with Battle of Los Angeles, the movie. Did you? I assume you've seen that movie. Have you I have it? seen the movie. It's bad, yeah, it's I've, pretty badass. I liked it. I, I, liked I didn't. It. I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan myself. But all right, we'll, we'll move on. It's not, it's not a fucking movie it, review podcast. It doesn't, take, it doesn't take much with me. Okay, I love <laughs> Okay, so uh, tensions were high, and um, the U.S. Secretary of War, Henry Stimson, warned that American cities should be prepared to accept occasional blows from enemy forces, and not the good kind. So. Um, <laughs> So you're talking about what you, you know about the Santa Barbara attack, right? I mean, uh, yes, the I believe it is called the bombardment of Elwood. Oh, I did not see that. Is yes. that a city? Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I I believe it is slight. It's a oil field, the Elwood oil field. It's a a little north of Santa Barbara, and you, when you hear about the Battle of Los Angeles, this isn't referenced as much. But this is really the thing that got tension so high because this was a legitimate ta- attack on the mainland. And because Pearl Harbor was so fresh, it was like, oh, shit, now shit is accelerating <laughs> majorly. Like we're, they're going to they're going to, you know, start, you know, pouring in at any second. And I think this also led to a lot of the xenophobia and stuff uh, involved in the internment camps. It was like a lot of irrational fear based on relatively small compared to like what was happening over in Europe. But it was like, we already had in our heads through the news, how much shit was going on in Europe. And then we were already scared that it was going to happen. So the bombardment of Elwood was like, Oh my God, it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. And then of course, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, um, you keep, um, well, it was the, off the coast of Santa Barbara. They, they hurled a dozen or two, like, a Japanese submarine surfaced off the coast of uh, Santa Barbara and hurled over a dozen artillery shells at the oil field and refinery. Yeah. And I guess that's the Elwood thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's it. It, the attack, uh, it really, there were no casualties and really only caused minor damage, but it marked the first time that the mainland U.S. had been bombed during World War II. We didn't get, that was the only time, right? We never got we were I think I think so. Yeah, I think that was. And honestly, like I knew very little about it until like I really started looking into this. 
And I was like, holy shit, like, I think that is, I mean, other than 9-11, of course, but that wasn't like a traditional war um, kind of thing, you know? So Yeah, it was interesting. But, you know, the day after the oil field, there was the paranoia and itchy fingers combined to produce one of the most, this battle of Los Angeles thing, because there are, everybody's on edge now, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, Naval Intelligence instructed units in California coast to steel themselves for a potential Japanese attack. So um, everything kind of remained calm for the next, you know, few hours um, after 2 a.m. on on February 25th and 42. Um, military radar picked up in what appeared to be an enemy contact 120 miles west of Los Angeles. Um, air raid sirens sounded, and then a citywide blackout was put out in effect. And the blackout was there were um, casualties in the Battle of Los Angeles, and really, it was because of car accidents, because people were driving without their lights. Yeah, mass, you know, and mass hysteria. <laughs> I mean, I can only I can only imagine what people would feel like then, like, in the entire city of Los Angeles goes dark, and yeah. then, um, and the air raid sirens start up, you're like, oh, shit, it's fucking happening, it's happening right here in LA, like, I... I mean, I probably would have gotten a car accident too if I was driving and that happened. You know, if everybody's turning, is everybody turning their lights out too? Like, yeah, they had that- it was a blackout. They had to, and, and you were, and there's stories in here that people were getting arrested. There's Jap, the you know, pe- Japanese people were signaling and driving with their lights on, and they getting arrested and placed in internment camps because they, oh, they were Jesus. trying to signal wow. the aircraft. Oh my you know, God, Jesus! I, I know, it was crazy, you know. Uh, so, um, so they had the FTC. So anyway, give, uh, um, following reports of an unidentified object. So Santa Monica unleashed a barrage of anti-aircraft and 50 cal machine gun fire, and uh, most of the city's other coastal defense weapons all had joined it. Now that would be—it's too bad the tech wasn't there because. Can you imagine what that looked and sounded like? Dude. Yeah. And I've, I've been up and down that coast on the PCH and uh, I can only imagine a lot of the, a lot of it's dismantled now, but I, I've, it's so crazy to think about just like going up and down like Santa Monica Boulevard or the PCH. And there's just like cannons going off into the ocean yeah. just everywhere. That would be so nuts. Well, they were shooting at this powerful certain, and you've seen that picture, and it almost looks surreal. It's almost like it's not a real picture, but it is, of all yeah. the searchlights shining and pinpointing on this one uh, image in the sky, and then all the mm-hmm. explosions happening around it. And they actually got a picture of that, and it's so yeah. weird looking. Um, but um, chaos reigned for you know several minutes, of course. <laughs> I'm surprised it was just several minutes, and they saw nothing but smoke and the glare of the ACAC fire. That's the, the 50, I think that's a 50 cal. Yeah. Um, their imagination could easily see shapes in the sky. I mean, I don't know if, if you know, if, if you've got any, seen any information on what they saw, what, what people actually saw. Um, I heard just a round object, you know, in the sky there. Did you? 
Uh, yeah. Well, like the thing is, and from what I from what I've researched into different reports, there's been a lot of uh, talk that those pictures were doctored, which was somewhat common in that era because the pictures were so kind of crappy to begin with, yeah. you know. So they they would kind of doctor them. But if you look at like, and there's I think there's three different versions. So when you look, there's like one specific version where you look at it and you're like, that is a UFO that they're shooting at, obviously. Yeah. And I think that, and if, if this isn't true, it's still a fascinating story, but if it isn't true, that probably contributed to a lot of the concern um, and kind of, uh, you know, uh, history around um, this kind of, uh, th this, this specific situation. Um, the, the picture's nuts. Uh, you know, there's obviously reports that it was a weather balloon, but what I found interesting most of all is that there were there were multiple reports of uh, eyewitnesses saying they saw two different planes uh, fall out of the sky and explode. But then at the end of the day, they never found any planes. Um, I think at the end, of, I think when it was all said and done and they did reports on it, they were saying that, well, the the original UFO was probably... It, it was probably just a commercial aircraft that didn't have the proper authorization to be flying in the area at the time, which I mean, frankly, at that time, it seemed, why would anybody do that? Except they were on like a suicide mission, right? Just like yeah. flying out, like right off the coast of LA, just like in an unauthorized aircraft. Yeah. The, um, the, two, the two planes they said they shot, I mean, they, there was no debris. I mean, they said there was nothing unusual, even though there was a lot of, Trap, you know, there's I mean, a couple of homes exploded because of shells that, you know, were just crashed into the houses after they <laughs> came down. People's yeah. homes were destroyed. Um, but they said there was, you know, they said, oh, it was a balloon. They, I don't know if you read about that. Yeah, it's always a balloon, is it? That, yeah. <laughs> it was a balloon. It, you know, MUFON looked into it. You know, of course, I have to look into it. What did MUFON say about this? You know, right. Of course, they weren't there at the time. But, um, they said that, yeah, there was an object there. You could see it if you, and only MUFON could do this. They said that if you'd use the negative, look at the negative, you could see mm -hmm. the image of the um, object that was in the sky. They said, and on top of that, they said, if it was a balloon, do you think a balloon would have served? Because they, the, the story is the thing just continued floating on down the coast after right. all this mayhem. Yeah. Mufon, <laughs> MUFON's like, how in the hell? <laughs> keep moving because you can just right. see all the explode. There's no balloon on the planet, right. on this earth, that's going to be able to survive that. You know? Right. So it kept floating down the coast. So, um, you know, Mufon's deal is, yeah, it was a, it was some sort of. It may not have been. It, 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 well, of course they say, yeah, it's definitely extraterrestrial. Uh, <laughs> and of course, I want to believe that, but you know, right. there was, um, you know, just it was just. It just wasn't happening, but um, and then Japan said, of course, don't deny uh, uh -huh. that they had. You know, we you know got into contact with Japan. You know, right after 1941, I guess we just phoned them and said, you know, hey, was that you? Um, so, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, they well, they said no. Um, the the weather balloon thing, I believe, is the official story. Um, and I believe the official story is that it, it was two weather balloons, one that was released and, uh, it floated down the coast and 
after the uh, Battle of Los Angeles had started, another one had been released in a different area, and that's why it continued as long as it did, which doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. I don't. I, I don't really. I don't really. Um, I don't follow this story. And like some aspects, some aspects of it, I really. I tend to kind of consider and think, okay, maybe. But, but overall, there's just something very weird about this story. The the overall hype and hysteria surrounding the the specific area of Southern California at this time, again, because of the the bombardment uh, that happened right before. And then, of course, Pearl Harbor. I can get it. So I can understand why everybody would be so on edge. But it does seem odd that... Oh, that that the weather balloon thing is used again, and <laughs> and that the the story I believe was that it didn't get shot down because it is ascended um, higher than the the previous reading. So I mean I'm not sure I, the 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 picture. I I don't know if I've seen the the negative one closely that that you're referring to, but it just doesn't it just doesn't seem. I don't know. It seems like there's something weird going on. But if aliens, if aliens were always kind of watching us and observing us, why would they make this big of a fuck up? They have. They would have to think that like this would result in something. Um, well, that an obviously an extraterrestrial trainees like over at Roswell. They, <laughs> the two of them, two or three or whatever, they just crashed. I mean, this is something I've had other guests on. I said, why? What are they just training in there? They just don't know how to fly the fucking things. <laughs> Fuck it. The other ones are like, you know what? It'd be funny if we went over the coast of California. You know how much mayhem this is going to cause? Look at them all shooting at us. They can't. It's not like they can shoot us down. You know, I don't know. Just, just on a dare? Just yeah, a dare? They're just okay. drunk? Well, they're <laughs> They're teenage race, you know? They're just, you know, there's hormones, I think, but there's no genitals that anybody can see, so I don't know how to work. But I don't know. But it's but there's this artilleryman, James Charles Patrick. He, he later wrote in a letter. He said, I can see six planes and shells were bursting all around them. Naturally, all of us fellows were anxious to get our two cents worth it. <laughs> and uh, when the Command to shoot came. Everyone cheered like a son of a gun and then started blasting, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this thing continued for over an hour. Yeah. It was a long time. By the time the all-clear order came later in the morning, the uh, artillery batteries pumped over 1,400 rounds of aircraft ammunition, uh, anti-aircraft ammunition into the sky. And then, of course, the damage on the ground was... I'm surprised nobody got killed from the crap falling from the sky. Yeah. You you know, but again, you know, we've removed, I believe, UFOs. I believe, you know, if there was a Japanese plane crashed into the... Which earlier uh, I had seen in the article that a Japanese plane fell on a Hollywood Boulevard. You know, that if I think somebody would have noticed that and... You know, right. I mean, it almost seems it almost seems like with that amount of a response, the government would have wished that it would have been something that they could have at least spun into be being related to the war instead of just like, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, about that hour last night where we just yeah. started firing basically everything yeah. we have off the coast of Los Angeles. I think maybe it was a balloon. Like, I don't really know. Like, it's, it seems like a bad sell. So, I mean, it almost would have been better if they would have taken out something. But, of course, that yeah. would have been indicative of uh, something much larger looming. But, uh, yeah, they did uh, the... The, Jap uh, the Japanese government, I, I'm not sure if it was right after or at the end of World War II, they were like, yeah, we didn't send anything over at that time. So we don't know what the fuck you guys yeah, were on because that was not us at all. I don't know we were shooting at, but it wasn't us. <laughs> you guys are looking stupid, but whatever. You know, we got Pearl Harbor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd be, I, I can see why they'd have itchy trigger fingers after Pearl Harbor. You know, it's like, you know, they bomb in, then they bomb us, and then a Japanese submarine shoots at our, you know, shoots, shoots at our refinery. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, I can see, I would be a little trigger happy myself. I can see where, you know. Well, the Pearl Harbor thing, that's a military attack, right? Yes. I mean, that. so that's not, I, I, you know, like, it's all tragic. And don't get me wrong, Pearl Harbor was definitely tragic. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that's kind of a different thing. Then like okay now we're now we're fucking marching into people's homes like now we're engaging in conflict like on the mainland like you know on the PCH and shit like that that is like a a different kind of mind fuck um, and it that it, that would like signal a, a serious escalation um, at, at least on in my opinion it's yeah, weird to like drive weird like I said it's weird to drive around there and like consider the fact that man this might have been like a war zone at one time. Well, yeah, the mainland, obviously, will be a bit more serious, especially since that's closer to where you and I would have been. And, yeah. you know, the Hawaiian Islands is, you know, how long does it take there to get take to get there by even jet now? You know, Not even like, that long. It's the Hawaiian Islands, you know. But like you said, yeah, very serious, you know. But yeah, because, like, Hawaii's a halfway point, right, between, like, us and Japan. Yeah, so it's, like, significantly much. shorter. I mean, I, th I think. I'm not a geography expert. I could be. Yeah. But um, one dud careened uh, into a Long Beach golf course, and several residents had their homes partially destroyed by the three-inch artillery shells. Jesus, can you imagine? Yeah, was, uh, and they probably thought it was Japan, too, not like us fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they fucking got their houses destroyed over that? Jesus. That's fucked up. And then five people died as a result of heart attacks and car accidents. We occurred during the extended blackout. Um, God, I hope it was aliens. What a fuck up if not. <laughs> authorities also arrested 20 Japanese Americans for allegedly trying to signal the non-existent aircraft, which they probably <laughs> didn't. I'm sorry. You I'm know. sorry for laughing. Yeah, but they probably sorry. didn't. I mean, we were that that whole internment thing. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm not a not so a huge, bad. Not a huge fan. Not a huge. Yeah. Fan. not a fan at all. Actually. Um, so they named it, and the next few days, the Battle of Los Angeles, and uh, the uh, Frank Knox, the Navy Secretary, Secretary of the Navy, dismissed the firefight as a false alarm brought on by jittery nerves. But, uh, you know, um, Secretary of War Henry Stimson echoed Army Brass in saying that 15 planes had buzzed the city, even advanced the theory that the Phantom Fighters might have been commercial aircraft operated by enemy agents hoping to strike fear into the public i think that leads into what you had said you know yeah Stimson gotta spin it yeah Stim I, well you know that's what we do yeah you know, not things have things have not changed that much in 2021 
Um, no, it's just it, I think it's just way more hardcore now. <laughs> I, mean, I know you touch on some of your I've watched your streams. You touch on some of the political aspects of things that are going on, and it's kind of it's really it's kind of nice to hear that. You know. Um, yeah, I like to. I like to when I talk, talk politics. I kind of talk about it from uh, uh, more of a centrist point of view uh, instead of like kind of either or uh, yeah, left or right. And uh, yeah, kind of the middle. I mean, the you know the silent majority, I guess, is what you would call them. Um, and I try to bring a little bit more common sense about like how our government actually operates and all the fucked up things we do on both sides of the aisle and. How, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a great thing to just always, you know, root for root for whoever's whole, uh, wearing the same color tie as uh, you're you're wearing or you right. know, root for the same banner as you because uh, I think uh, in most cases that actually causes more damage, uh, more harm than good. You know, I guess is the best way to put it. So, yeah. But I mean, this is a fucking alien podcast. I'm not trying to bum anybody out or lose a lose a, a, a no, random I- well, as New York, New York listener or something. Well, no, it, it's funny you should mention the middle because that's kind of what we try to do with the podcast. I, I don't. I've got people. I have a real job, and I have uh, people. I'm on linked. I put it on LinkedIn last week that I was the host. Oh, oh. And I got, <laughs> I got two phone calls, two messages on LinkedIn, which I, I have like done it. I have like 246 people. And uh, in my industry, and do you really do that? Mm-hmm. And um, I go, yeah, I'm, it's something I've always been interested in my whole life. And it, but like you said, the middle, I say, you know, I'm not like, oh yeah, UFOs, aliens. I'm still curious as to what the deal is with this. I don't think it could be um, something has to be real about it. I don't, but I haven't seen a UFO or an alien and. Well, it seems to You've be. never had any kind of experience, right? No. So I, it's well, there was one time it up in the when I lived up in the foothills that I had there was like three star. They looked like three stars, and through them were lights coming through the stars. It would be like an aircraft light, you know how you see it. And there was way off into the distance. Mm-hmm. And there was no. It was like almost like a you could consider it. And I wasn't drinking yet that night. Uh-huh. So, because <laughs> that's always the first question. Uh, how many cocktails did you have? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, one of my one of one of your brother's friends was there, and he saw he uh-huh. saw it with me. I'm in contact. I wanted to get in contact with him, see if he remembers. But there were lights coming through this triangle, <laughs> like they were just appearing as though they came from somewhere else and came out the front of this triangle. And it was bizarre. There was nothing I could use to. It was too far to do any kind of photography with it, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was just a bizarre. I know it might have been something else that, you know, was making that happen. But there was light after light coming through this triangle, <laughs> and it was weird. So I, I think if I have to say, that's probably. But that isn't the reason. I, I mean, I've been following this with you know my brother since we were. You know, in elementary school, I mean, we wanted to build radar. There were so many sightings back, you know, back in the day that we said this, we want to see, we want to see this, you know, and, yeah. Yeah. you know, when we're going to have, going to have a guy on from uh, North Dakota is what a coworker's dad, he was a uh, radar mm-hmm. operator in Korea 
and he saw. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he saw the flying saucer, but he definitely saw him on the scope. He says he, and he's a believer. He's a believer, like, um, you know, he wants to go. If I see one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get inside. From what I've seen. I'm not getting anywhere near a UFO that gets on the ground because I, from all the stuff that you hear that they do to people, I got probably not going to get on that. You know, that's probably. <laughs> I'd get on. Yeah, I'd get. I'd get on it. You're. I'm bored, man. I'm so I, bored. I like my life are. is just bills and like fucking know, TV and like yeah. Netflix and shit. I'm <laughs> fucking yeah. miserable. Like, there's got to be something else. I will get on. Stick me with whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Put anything up my ass. I don't Sorry. care. I just want to experience <laughs> something new. <laughs> yeah, like, make sure Make sure you get some footage. So, you know, I can put it on my stream. You know, so yeah, I, I, feel, I feel for you up there. And I got, you know, I got a regular. I've been blessed with having a good regular job that I go to every day. And uh, yeah, I, we were we were essential, so I had to go in, and so I. You know, mm-hmm. lots of people working with me, and we have to, but we're all in mass and all the sanitation, and you know, we abide. It's a lot different world out there, but that's um, fucking yeah. I mean, I yeah, I I actually had an experience myself, and I didn't see anything, but this is really weird. There's a lot of weird. I mean, there's a there's like episodes. There's other episodes I want to do about Southern California with you because there's a yeah. lot of shit here that I'm not even sure um, that you've touched on yet. Um, and, and this specifically, I didn't realize this until recently, but this is specifically related to that. Um, the only experience that I've had is I lived, I lived in Santa Monica at one point, like right near the beach. She never came and visited. It's fine. We're not going to touch on it, but it was a very nice apartment. It was a very nice apartment. It was right on the beach. I could, I had a huge, I had a huge double door glass, uh, glass what's the door that's glass sliding glass sliding door. door sorry my brain my fucking brain you told I me swear not to God, come there 40. the apartment was too small there's nowhere to stay I, I don't remember that at all i don't remember that at all i think i know I, I uncle mark came he slept on the floor i definitely i don't remember that but it could be true would have had a great time it's fine let's move on we don't this isn't the podcast i'm not just gonna we're not just gonna bitch at each other that'll be <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, um, well, okay. Door. We had this. Yeah, we, we had these. We had these. This beautiful sliding glass door with a, a small little patio that overlooked the Pacific Ocean. Now, when I say it was right on the beach, that's not technically right. It wasn't right on the beach. It was right across the street from the beach. Like you could walk to the ocean within like ten minutes of of like walking out of the building. So, like we had a great view. We were up a little high, and. Um, I woke up at like, I want to say it was like two or three in the morning and there, and this never happened. We lived there for a year. This was the only time this ever happened. Um, there was just this noise, this like loud permeating in indescribable noise, something I've never heard before. Uh, I've never heard since it was this throbbing hum, this like huge throbbing hum that felt like it was coming from nowhere and everywhere all at the same time. And I could kind of hear it when I was inside because I got up to go to the bathroom and it was kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it was, but I walked out on the patio and it was louder. It was like definitely coming from the ocean. It was like, it, it was, it was totally 
this weird sound coming from the ocean. And I go and I wake up my ex um, and bring her out. And I'm like, I'm not just imagining it because granted, I had had a few cocktails that night. Yeah. So I definitely wanted a witness. And I was like, I'm not, I, I was like, I'm not imagining this, right? This is extremely strange. Like this isn't something that we can just like dismiss, right? And she was like, no, what the fuck is that? It, it was so weird. And it was coming from, I want to say, towards the area of Catalina. Yeah. And after a while, like it didn't go away. We just, we were kind of like, okay, well, nothing's like flying out of the ocean or anything. So we're just going to go to bed and like, didn't really think about it. But later on, what I learned is there is um, this huge conspiracy theory about an under an underwater base near Catalina. I don't know if you've heard this. Do you know what? Do you know about the Catalina Islands? Yeah, I was. I've been to Catalina, and then let yeah, me, yeah, it's that. And I'll tell you about the next episode. is called uh, Underground uh, Basis. That um, my brother Kevin and I will be. We're actually recording tomorrow morning. Um, and Are you going to cover this? Am I going to miss out on the Catalina of uh, the fucking Catalina podcast? God damn it! That was going to be next. All right, fine. Well, no, you can. That's do fine. No, no. What, what we're doing? There's actually a submarine base in Nevada. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. There's a what? submarine base in Nevada, and obviously, you'll. I'll let you know. I know you don't listen to these from beginning to end sometimes, but um, you stalk. You stalk. You stalk in my analytics, aren't you? Talk in my analytics. Uh, look, I'm gonna tell you something. I yeah, I'm on a VPN, so like sometimes I'll be coming. No, you can't see it. I know about you know. I know that you know don't know about VPNs. I could be coming from Dallas. I could be coming from New York. I could be coming from uh, you know. I could be coming from Hyderabad, India. Well, mine's. Uh, I work for a Fortune 500 in company, and mine actually says that I'm halfway across the country when I'm on my VPN. So it's oh. You know, I get it. I get gotcha. it. Okay. So, so I'm not as technologically yeah. challenged as you might think. Sort of, but yes. Hey, yeah. you're you're surprising <laughs> the hell out of me. You know what a VPN is? All right. That's fucking that's virtual cool. Now I'm just sounding like a dick. All virtual right. personal network. Okay, right. I got it. So right. this right. base is you could go we're gonna be traveling talking to Debbie. We're gonna be traveling to visit these, but Kevin and I are talking about there's a base that is in Nevada where they, it's a submarine base and it's on a lake called Wright's Lake, I think it is. And it's got, it's got signage and everything. Mm-hmm. And allegedly they, they test submarines there and there's an actual underground river that runs from the base in Nevada all the way down to Santa Monica where there's an, uh, where it get, comes out and there's a, I think what you're talking about is where it comes out from underneath the earth. Uh, and uh, there's a military base there. So no shit. And also, I'll add to that. I was and, at Catalina when I went to Catalina. Is this re- so? Is this confirmed? Is this confirmed? The, the underground river isn't confirmed, but I uh-huh. will say that I have a source in the DoD that has. I asked about this, and I got a no comment. And I was reveal like, your source. Reveal yeah, your source. I, I want to hear. It. No. <laughs> Well, I will, but after we're done. Um, <laughs> not, not to the whole freaking world, which is we're in 39. Now we're in 39. We're listening to it in 39 countries. 
you know, or 36 countries, 39 <laughs> states, and 110 cities. So I don't want all these people to know. Always, you know? <laughs> always flexing, always flexing on me. I know. I, I know. swear to God, I get within striking, I get within striking distance of your subscribers, and then all of a sudden you shoot up. I think you're doing it. I think you're using your virtual you personal network, and you're subscribing from all over the world just to fucking irritate me. You're destroying me in rating. You know who is? You know who is doing it? though is my brother probably because he list he did the john teeter time traveler episode and he's so patting himself uh -huh. on the back that, that thing is number one since we recorded it on <laughs> december 23rd and no no other uh -huh. episode has been able to overtake it and every once in a while when one gets kind of close to him all of a sudden there's two <laughs> modesto hits pop up i go dude don't do that don't listen to yourself just to pad the, the analytics, okay? I gotta so, tell you, I am I'm I'm guilty of it myself. But I'm it's more of a narcissistic thing. I just like to hear my own voice, and every now and then I just I just pop one on in the background just to listen to myself talk. But it's always a little embarrassing. I can't fool myself or like you know kind of. I, so I when I open up the analytics, I'm like kind of feel bad. Like oh god, there I am, you know, listening to myself yeah. again. Well, I, one, there, I listen to every episode after. Yeah, I'll pop it on. So there's every episode I got one hit for me, you know, um, right. because I want to hear it, you know, and uh, and you got to make sure I didn't fuck something up. Yeah, right. You know, I you did. Know, I did fuck up. I I made I made one mistake one time. Did I? I put up you? the incorrect I episode. I just said, you didn't yell. Really careful because I know you're. Vulnerable. I yelled up. I you're, you're volatile. I, I know. So I'm like, oh, I like, okay. I like, I like the, I like describing me as volatile. I think that that is like badass enough, but it's not like, okay, well, you're crazy, which is more, I think, appropriate right now yeah, at this point in my like life. Your own father, you know. Father. <laughs> when I started this thing, I know the listeners are gonna be like, what? What were we talking about? <laughs> I mean, uh, when we started this, like, hey, I was thinking about doing it. You know, when I retire. I was thinking about doing a podcast about aliens and UFOs. The next thing I know, we're on every, you know, every, you know, bed podcast platform on the planet, practically. You know, okay, yeah. I need an hour. I do 30 minutes. Okay, you need to do an hour every week. Got to get this thing rolling. And everything you said has come true, of course. It's working. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's obviously Look, I, working. I, I, I know you're. It's working better than mine. If, granted, I only have five episodes up right now, so I've I've got a little catching up to do. But I'm I'm definitely seeing like a similar trajectory, which is good. But for some reason, I'm like I'm really big in France. I think similar to your your India numbers. I don't really know. I don't really know who these people are. Yeah, I only got like two hits in France, so they. It might I don't know, and it's all different. All different cities, and it's weird. It's weird. Well, let's see, because I'll advertise on my social media, and we'll see. Well, we don't want to. Uh, we'll see if it goes big in France too, because of that. I don't know. I have no idea who these French people are. I love them, and I also love your your uh, listeners in India. I love all your listeners, yeah. and I uh, and I would like to invite you once again to listen to Armageddon Dance Party, which is available <laughs> on similar networks to my father's, and uh, you have no idea kind of the the weird <laughs> complex him destroying me and ratings is doing to me. So please. I, I'm so lonely. Please listen to my podcast. Well, you know, eventually we're going to go video and I'll have a guest on that can, you know, show his blow up doll in the background like you did. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I see. I, I'm. I'm, you know, I'm breaking boundaries. <laughs> you are. You are. Yeah. I popped in, but uh, I like the girl from the, you had. Did you date her from last night? Which girl? The last night. I did date her. Yeah. And and like uh, and I promoted the pod. I can talk on this one about it. Okay. I promoted the podcast on my Twitter. And her ex-boyfriend like uh -oh. threatened to kill me on Twitter <laughs> because I promoted with it. That's and like nice. it was all it was I was like fighting with this dude on Twitter for like five minutes. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? This is insane. <laughs> but yeah, like I had her, I dated her for I not that long. We actually had an amical breakup. It was quite refreshing in my life. And uh, but I I have like a variety of streamers and people that um that kind of come on and talk about a variety of different things and i you know we have good banter like this i, I know we're kind of we're we're messing oh, with oh, uh your, yeah we're, we're messing with how you do things i've kind of taken this over and turned it into one of my things but yeah they, i mean this is kind of how i like to do things i drink a lot of caffeine and uh i don't get a lot of uh kind of kind of activities going because i can't leave my house so this is like the only way i have to like get out my energy yeah my wife says, yeah, you, 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 you just try to like enjoy drawing that to me, drawing attention to yourself. And I go, have, do you know me? I do not like any kind of attention drawn to myself, you know, but I, have, yeah. I will say I'm happy you ran with this because I'm having the most fun and the most contact with people. And Debbie joins in when, you know, I go, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a guest this week. Why don't you join in? You know, and she'll go over. We'll review the topic because you know Susan is up on things uh, necessarily mm -hmm. and really has no interest in this. But now she's gaining <laughs> an interest in it, and she oh yeah, Skinwalker Ranch. And we watch like there's a you know episodes on Skinwalker Ranch on history, and uh, we know about mm -hmm. that. So it's it's gotten. You know, I get different. I've drawn in. You know, Robert's been, or you're or you obviously you've been on it. Brandon's been on it. Mm -hmm. Debbie's been on it. Kevin's been on it. Bill's on it. Bill's Bill's like oh, here's the next two episodes we're doing together, and we have now we have to make appointments. Okay, Saturday morning I have to put it on my calendar because you know Debbie's like this is starting to yeah. be kind of a job, and I'm like, well, it's designed to be, you know, it's designed to be to you know get better and better each week, and it's going to take more effort and more people. But as mm -hmm. I bring, I mean, I got flat yeah. Earth. I got flat Earth girl coming. Yeah, I told you about her. All right, She's, she is. Yeah. Uh, I've got people. I think we're going to switch the studio to the game room, and uh, we're hoping that the COVID uh, thing will be settled, you know, down by then. Because there's there's people that really want to be here for that. I mean, they said we want to be here to listen to flat Earth girls. You know, we want to ask her questions. We want to know what's going on with flat Earth. You know, and, well, uh, you can always do it. You can always do it through discord. You can invite, we, you know, yeah. you can invite, yeah, you can yeah. invite people just like this. You can bring them on and have them talk. I mean, if it's a bunch of old people, I think that you probably should lead in yeah. about an hour and make sure everyone's got it all handled first, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Now. Okay. So let's move on with, uh, now that we've solved. All right. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. I started it. Um, so <laughs> the most logical explanation of the firefight is that obviously we've covered this. Uh, trigger happy servicemen and rudimentary radar systems that combine for the false alarms. But um, in the 83, the Office of the Air Force History 
the Office of Air Force History combined the events of the L.A. Air Raid and noted that the meteorological balloons had been released prior to the barrage to help determine wind conditions. Now, their lights and silver color could have been what first triggered the alerts. Once the shooting began, the disorienting combination of searchlights, smoke, and anti-aircraft flak might have led gunners to believe they were firing on enemy planes, even though none were actually present. So I don't, you know, it's just balloons. You know, it's like it took us to 80, like 40 years later, right? Yeah, we're gonna, let's yeah. let, we're gonna, who's thinking this? You know what? Somebody's at their desk or their cubicle going, yeah, we're, we're going to have to talk about the Battle of Los Angeles again. And we're, why don't we let loose the balloon theory? I mean, who's, you know, what are you thinking? You know, we're, we're done with the balloon uh, thing. We're done with Roswell balloons. Yeah. We're done with, um, Flying, we're doing, Bill and I are doing flying. There's um, Don Kehoe, is a, uh, he was an Air Force uh, officer turned um, true magazine reporter on UFOs. And we read two of his books, Flying Saucers Are Real, The Flying Saucers Are Real, and uh, UFO, there's a UFO book as well. So we're reviewing the books, and this guy is just out of control about some of these stories on you know, what didn't, you know, though there's no balloons in Roswell. It's, you know, the guy went over the, you know, one, yeah, I mean, we, Roswell, I mean, we, we beat Roswell to death. That's something we've discussed on previous stuff. Well, I mean, everybody's, I think they're almost tired of hearing about it, but, you know, and I don't think we're going to get anything new on Roswell. We just know that, you know, basically, well, we don't know, but we're pretty sure that, yeah, it was UFOs. So, um, so what? What do you? So is it likely the Battle of Los Angeles is only a mirage? What do you think? You think it was, you know? You think it was? A um, I know you were saying. I don't know. I don't think it's a blue. Do you think it could be a flying? I think it's, I'm. I'm half half. I'm half half on it. Again, like the flying saucer fucking up this bad and like causing this much damage. Um, I I find it suspicious. The balloon thing also is suspicious, but the secondary balloon being released, I could see why that would make it last longer. But then again, you would always, you, they would always try to, especially around this time, if you believe kind of that UFOs are real, this was the time when they were doing like major cover-ups during these stories like Roswell and of course this one too. So I'm, I'm, I'm torn on it. Like I, I'm not either way on it. Definitely happened. It definitely didn't. So yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's very interesting to me. It, it's an interesting piece of history, even outside of, um, even outside of UFOs, just for like World War II buffs, which I also am. And like, you know, the stories of, uh, you know, that happened during World War II. And this is again, like after the only attack on mainland uh, America, this, this kind of weird thing that happened. And then also people whisper that it could have been a UFO. The pictures, I mean, the pictures speak for themselves. It was a, it was an incredible amazing thing that happened obviously you know thoughts and prayers for those five people that died of heart attacks which i didn't yeah. think i knew of that was crazy but uh yeah it's uh it's cool man it's cool the japanese would later hatch several schemes to attack the american mainland including launching over nine thousand explosives laden fire balloons yet none of them ever produced the level of mass hysteria that accompanied the phantom shootout over la um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, that's kind of creepy. It's kind of like the Nazis, you know, they come up with all kinds of, came up with all the 
the strange things that you know they did but I don't know. Have you done like Nazi? Have you done Nazi UFO stuff yet? Um, not yet. They got the bell. There was that one where there's the bell that goes into the that goes into the future. The, like time, tra- yeah, that time, tra- yeah, the time traveling bell. Yeah, yeah that's you know, awesome. They fired up this bell, looking at it. I say it's a bell. It's only it was the the vehicle was shaped like a bell, and they launched it inside this cage looking thing, and then it would disappear, and then it would end up. In, um, it would end up. It ended up in the. They say it ended up in the future in this forest next to this airbase. I think yeah. I remember yet. I've got yeah. you know Debbie. You know I first, when I first started this, we keep going back to this, but Debbie said, you know, is there enough <laughs> stuff on aliens and UFOs and Bigfoots and things for you to carry on this very long? And I go, there's unlimited amount of material here. I mean, so many things have right. happened over the years and are still, I mean, even today, well, this was a few years ago with the tick, you know, the uh, fighter plane and the Tic Tac UFO over Catalina, yeah. Island, over the ocean right. next to Long Beach, right. uh, which is across from Catalina Island. And I, when I went to Catalina Island, I zip tied and they, the guys that would accompany us so we don't kill ourselves were up there and you start way at the top and they so I said, hey, I've heard that you know there's UFOs, you know, because they live there. And uh, are there UF? Have you seen anything? And both the guys were like, yeah, we we see them all the time. They go into the ocean. They're like ocean. They call them. They have a different name for the ocean UFOs. They're not UFOs or sea something sea UFOs or something. But in this, it because the ocean is like. The ocean in by Catalina is between Catalina and uh, Long Beach is I I'm gonna get I think forty thousand it's some crazy you know amount of of you know feet underwater you know it's it's um, mm-hmm. incredible so when I t- I took a helicopter when I went there from Long Beach by the Queen Mary you can pick a hel- you can schedule a helicopter in there or reserve one. And I took yeah. the helicopter across. Pilot starts hovering over. Oh, look, there's mm-hmm. a whale. And I'm like, you know, let, let's see this whale. You know, there's like five people. With, there's him and five other people in the helicopter. And he starts mm-hmm. go, like going really low, like so everybody can see the whale. And I'm like, dude, you know, it's uh-huh. fucking 40,000 feet of water. I really don't want it have this whale slap the helicopter <laughs> and us fall into the ocean <laughs> over 40,000 feet of water. You know, can we just continue on Go. with our 10 minutes? We all know what, we yeah. all know what whales look like. Yeah, you know, and I don't, but I don't want to be swimming around or possibly getting stuck in the helicopter while it goes, you know, down 40,000 feet and I'll be seeing UFOs right before <laughs> the thing explodes. But you know, it's, one of the only victims of like a whale-related tragedy. Yeah, but it's, it, I know it would be that would be my destiny. You know, it would be so so eventful and tragic. You know that it, it, it's that, yeah, it's it was just, but it was weird because those guys were like, oh yeah, they're all we see them all the time. And they both of them just the same. Yeah, we see those things all the time. And I'm like, oh man, it's. Uh, I mean, there's a ghost. Uh, Catalina, have you been to Catalina? I have, yeah. I've been a couple of times. And the second time I was, 
the second time I was supposed to do the helicopter ride and so irritating, like we just got grounded for like three hours waiting for this helicopter ride. And then finally I'm like, fuck it, let's just take the ferry. And then as we were getting off the ferry onto the island, the helicopter lands. Of course. Yeah, of course that's what it was. (laughs) Story of my life. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing. I mean, it's just you know, basic helicopter, right? But it's really, it's it's you know, pretty awesome. I would urge you to do that. But it's on top of the. Have you been to the the Wrigley? The the gum people are the ones that you know the story uh-huh. about the uh, Catalina. The the chewing gum people had the a sports a baseball team, and they used the island for this baseball facility that they had up there and they did the uh-huh. at the top uh-huh. there's the they have all the plant botanical garden on top have you been there you uh-huh. take a golf you ran a golf cart from right at the the wharf where the, yeah um yeah i did the, i did the golf cart thing golf i, I liked it i thought top. it was a lot of fun and did you go to the botanical garden on the top did you ever get a chance to do I that i can't I you can't might. remember. I, I want to say I did. Yeah, I want to say I did. You go up there, and then there was this old, weird caretaker up there, and there was nobody there. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I wandered up there, and I wanted, of course, there was a bunch of plants and shit, but they had this big, like, building thing that had two wa- sets of stairs coming up to it. And he said that the Wrigley's mm-hmm. had, he told me the story that the Wrigley's, Two of the children had been buried there. I think they moved the bodies or something, but they were or they were cremated or whatever. And they were in there, and the thing was supposed to be haunted yeah. and all this. And I was following the dude around uh-huh. like I'd make it, you know, myself annoying, being you know an annoyance. And uh, I follow him. He goes, "Oh yeah, there's <laughs> there's saying." I go, "Well, what's under this thing?" He goes, "Oh, there's a, the doors open on the side, and there's like all these bees around there." So he goes, he just walks through the sea of bees, you know, no protection, just has a hat on. Yeah, here, I'll show you what's under here. There's a bunch of stuff. It was so dark. He had a flashlight, and he goes, look under here. And I'm like, I can start to get freaked out because, like, there was nobody there but us. And I'm like, he's going to kill me. And there's uh-huh. something under here that he's going to hide the body. You know, but he didn't. He was just really, he was just really cool. But he showed, he goes, watch this. He turns oh, okay. the flashlight. He turns the flat. He closes the door, which further freaked me out because now we're in, it's pitch black. And I'm waiting for the hatchet to just come right. down, right? And uh, <laughs> I would have yelled. Turned, I knew he was going to close the door, but the intensity <laughs> of the dark was so <laughs> foreboding. I was it just freaked me out. And he, he turns the flashlight on, and the flashlight beam goes uh-huh. in, and it like stops after um, it after probably. 20 feet, it's like the dark absorbed the light and it wouldn't go any further. He goes, isn't that interesting? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, let me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's interesting. You know, I'm not that curious. You, know, you want to go over there? No, no, I don't. I don't want to go over there. I've seen all I want to see. You know, I want to get back in my golf cart and get the hell out of here. You know, it was just, uh, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't any like spook. It was like just weird. I'm like, you know, this whole trip, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, yeah that's I mean, a weird, it's a weird place, man. I, I don't know. Like, I can't believe that people just like live there like that. They live there as a residence. Uh, I would live there. I, w- I would live there if I could. But, uh, and you kind of, there's a limited amount of things you can do, though. 
It's, yeah, you know, like I feel like it's like it's Vegas. It's like a two day city, right? And yeah. it's like, then what do you do? You know, yeah, like I mean, I, you can't just ride golf carts the rest of your life yeah, around really the little limited. island. It's limited in the amount of places you can go. You can take a hell if you take the helicopter. There's another place you can land on the other mm-hmm. side of the um, the other side of the island. And allegedly, there's a um, I don't know what the facility was if it was. Um, um, like a theater or something that's supposedly haunted. I mean, it's pretty noted haunted place. Which we'll probably, if we do the Catalina thing, I think we'll probably have enough to tie in everything, you know, with the, the okay. Catalina story. Because the whole area is weird, you know. But with the light yeah. thing also, with that flashlight thing also, there was another, I'm re- remembering, uh, Mufon said, you know, the lights, when they showed the, the picture of the lights, it goes... Please note that when they shine all those spotlights, you know, those are like the spotlights they used to use when in the back in the day when, you know, they were had a grocery store opening, one of those things, but they were used for the military to see planes at night. And there was, I think, half a dozen of them that they showed in that picture. They were shining on that one item in the sky. And it was, please note, those beams stopped at whatever that was they were shining on. You know, they weren't like crossing over. You would think that they would cross over wow. each other. Look, look at the picture. The beam stopped. What's stopping that beam from going up? Yeah. You know, through the, you know, further up into the sky. I won't go to space. They're not that popular. But we're not popular. Not, not that powerful. Um, right. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, sir. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, uh, you know, senior producer Robert, who... Uh, you know, puts us on, you know, any popular podcast, you know, forum that you can think of. And uh, catch us on Alien Pro Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, and uh, on the web, alienprobe.net. And please uh, send us questions, comments on alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Robert, for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. We'll see you next time. Thank you. All right.